Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Women and children in the faint of heart may wish to leave now. <laughs> Cats just don't, they don't die, man. Like, I'm going to live in your basement and meow at you forever. <laughs> it's terrible. And we had kids, and, and the cats are like, fuck off, kids. And then we have dogs, and the cats are like, fuck <laughs> off, I'm moving to the basement. No, we have kids, and the cats say, fuck off, we're moving to the basement. And then we have dogs, and the cats say, fuck off, we're moving to the highest point in the basement. You know, so <laughs> so now they now they, they like camp out on top of Chrissy's desk. Oh, I thought they were camping out on the top of your shelves. No, they can't make it. No, they can't make it to my shelves. Uh, I've got toys up there. They <laughs> they wouldn't they would not be able to stay up there. Uh, they, there's there's no how there's no way for them to get up there because it's all blocked off. I've got my uh, titaniums, my diecast series are up there. Gathering yeah. untold amounts of dust. Diecast construction. It's a lost art. Danny's music shop. Verb, this looks like the place. No, 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 no. This is a rock and roll guitar for rock and roll music. Whatever. Okay, run. The power of rock too scary for you, I see. Uh, you must be Danny of Love Handle, right? Always an honor to be recognized by my fans. Hey, aren't you a little young to be fans of Love Handle? Yes, we are, but our parents aren't. Don't you think you were a little tough on that guy? Oh, he'll be back. When the spirit calls him! Wow, you sure are passionate about rock and roll. Well, it's only my life. Sit down, I'll tell you a little story. When I was a boy down in South Illinois, I heard a man playing blues. What a wonderful noise. He had an old guitar, but not a dollar to his name. Making music so sad, but he was happy just the same. He gave me a wink and said, son, let me share the news. If you want a happy life, you got to learn to sing the blues. I asked my daddy for a guitar. Oh, I begged and I pled. I said I wanted to play the blues, and he just nodded his head. But daddy said when he was my age, boogie woogie was the thing. Just take the blues, throw out your hip, and add a little swing. A music has the power that without it, he'd have sworn that he'd have never have met my mom, and I'd have never have been born. Psychedelia. It's where the guitar solo came from. No, I mean, what's with all the colors? I have no idea. Ha! I kept learning all the powers my guitar had. I made it go waka waka until it was so good it was bad. Just make a face and stop that bass and make that rhythm bump. But this is just a blues put in a way that makes you want to shake your rump. I can make you clap your hands. I can make you give up a dance. If you want to shake your booty, my friend, you got to give the fuck a chance. Your neighbors don't think you're rude. Believe it or not, it's all the blues again. You just 
Thank you! Thank you! You know, our parents fell in love at one of your concerts. See? Music does change lives. Well, how'd you like to sing for our parents' wedding anniversary? That'd be righteous, dude. But good luck getting the other guys. Who can resist the power of rock and roll? Love Handle Reunion. Rock on, little dudes. The spirit of rock and roll has called out to me. I knew it. That'll be $1,800. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Palka, the podcast organization without a cool acronym brought to you by the GeekCast Radio Network. I am one of your hosts, TFG on Mike. Joining me as usual is Pecan Court Michael. Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's going. Today is the 14th day of summer, and this means it is time to have a full-on psychedelic rock concert, pretty much. Uh, this Psych- time psychedelic? around, psychedelic. Yeah. Is it? You know, I I kind of got the impression this was this was kind. I don't want to say 80s, 80s rock, but well, it is. But I don't we'll, think it was contemporary we'll with Lindana. He. We'll get into it when we talk about Dude, We're Getting the Band band Back. So today it's Dude, We're Getting the Band Back Together, Parts 1 and 2. Parts so 1 this and is two. First, This is another two-parter here. Um, and mm. in it, Danny, when we are introduced to Danny, the lead singer of Love Handle, he goes through all these different musical styles. Right. And one of them was the 70s psychedelic color basically hey smoke some weed uh, it was 60s 70s was funk oh so we start, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly so we start off in the 50s with the blues yeah yep. and then we get into the 60s with the psychedelic and that yep. and that's not somewhat that's more lsd with the, with the colors yep. and the swirls you know yep. right what is it with all the colors i have no I have idea no <laughs> idea Sorry, kids, we're not allowed to say LSD. <laughs> and then the funk, the funk train, the funk train, you know. And then I was so surprised they broke out the metal. <laughs> yeah. I was like, rock on. So, so that's what's coming up here inside Palka today. We're going to take a quick break. Um... You're going to hear something from the episode, and we'll come back with our thoughts on Dude, We're Getting the Band Back Together after this. So, here's the awkward part. Uh, And when I say awkward, I mean for you, not so much for me. So I wonder what new look Bobby has envisioned for me this time. You know, he was in my favorite band, Love Handle. Love Handle? But he doesn't like anyone to talk about it, though, so don't bring it up. Uh, I gotta take this. How's it going? We got Danny. Now we're gonna convince Bobby Fabulous. And if we can't, well, Ferb's got a backup plan. Wait, Bobby Fabulous' mom's hairdresser. Where are you right now? Walking in the front door of Bobby's salon. Oh. You doofuses. Mom's gonna see you and wonder what you're up to. You gotta keep Mom distracted while we talk to Bobby. Say, Mom, maybe we should get you ready for Bobby with... What are you doing? uh, You look like you need some conditioner. Do you have an appointment? Uh, no. We're here to see Bobby. You know, the bass player from the band Love Handle. Fabiana, who are these little people? I don't know, sir. You're a mess. And you. Feudal Europe is so last month. We're trying to get Love Handle back together. Oh, for heaven's sake, talk to the hand. Secretly, I'm very lonely. You see... 
The first time my dad kissed my mom was at a Love Handle concert, and it's their anniversary. B to the O-R-I-N-G. Not yet, Ferb. Anyway, you don't need me. I just play bass in the background. Nobody even remembers me. All right, folks, it is time for Dude, We're Getting the Band Back Together, parts one and two. Lawrence forgets his wedding anniversary, so Phineas and Ferb help him make it up to Linda by getting their favorite band together for a reunion concert. Meanwhile, Perry helps Dr. Doofenshmirtz to put together a party for his daughter's sweet 16. Little does her father know she's not that sweet anymore. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. Yeah, so, you know... um, I love this one. I thought this was great. Um, yeah. What I love here is some of the vocal stuff, like with Candace in the very beginning when, when she's like, when when Lawrence is like, oh, yes, I have just the thing. It's in my toolbox. He keeps his treasured memories in a toolbox. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> that, that that disapproving sarcasm and the way that Ashley Tisdale delivered that line was just awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we get love handle. Uh, love what handle. Of, of love handle. You know, I, I may have mentioned this before, but I did not get the joke for a long time. Because mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's it's you know, Handel is a, a classical musician, right? Mm-hmm. And and Love Handel just seemed like, you know, it's 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 a they're they're in the eighties love ballads, a power ballad, hair band type stuff, and and they're named after a classical musician. I you know, haha, I get it, you know, um, but years later, I'm like. Love handle, ah, you know, because that's it's it's a double entendre. Well, if you well if you look at Swampy, I mean, come on, when when he gets older, <laughs> but, uh, that's that's the funny thing is they they named him Swampy, they, yeah. they named the drummer Swampy, and I'm like, I wonder if if uh, you know Swampy Marsh is a drummer or yeah. if that was meant to be him or if they just if they just called him that because his name was Sherman the librarian. Yeah, I, you know, I think it was more so like an homage to Jeff Swampy Marsh, and obviously, Danny is, Danny is either an homage to Dan Pavenmeyer or the musical person on the show, Danny Jacob. So, um, who's Bobby? The uh, oh, Bobby! <laughs> I'm fabulous. He's fabulous. I'm fabulous. Can we? <laughs> what what is the deal? And, and you know. Like I've said on on various days and stuff, you know, Ryan, our our good buddy Ryan Mead can probably tell us what what is the deal with him with one of his his hairdresser people, his reception Fabiana. What the hell kind of a name is Fabiana? Well, <laughs> like, seriously, it's the female form of Fabio, I believe. Okay, well there you go. <laughs> Making this up. It could be. Uh, <laughs> did, do you know who voices Swampy in this? I don't know who voices anybody. I don't know. Uh, Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. Help yep. me. Help me here. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. sure. Um, You're going to break he, out like, oh, yeah, he was like uh, the lead singer of Rat or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, why, why am I supposed to know these things? He was in um, 
Diary of a Wimpy Kid. He was in, um, what else was he in? Uh, I remember him from something. Uh, sure, if you say so. Yeah, I don't know. All right, cool. Uh, let's see. Oh, he was in Reality Bites. Okay. With Stiller. Sure. With Ben Stiller, uh, which... Funnily enough, Ben Stiller will have a voice later in, in the series. Of course. Uh, for an episode. Um, Who doesn't? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jared, or Jarrett, I should say, Jarrett Reddick voices Danny. Uh, Jared Reddick, Jarrett Reddick is the lead singer of Bowling for Soup, who does okay. the theme song. There you go. So I was wondering how Bowling for Soup relates to Love Handle. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because, I mean, they actually call out Bowling for Soup by name in a couple of the episodes. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, bowling for soup. I, I was pretty sure that it's, I mean, they sound the same love handle and you know, you can hear it and it's like, Oh yeah, this is just bowling for soup. Yeah. Yeah. I just wasn't sure how that played in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, other things I liked, uh, we have another abandoned, we have abandoned self storage. Like, seriously? <laughs> I know, exactly. I'm going to have a business, and then I'm going to abandon it so I can call it abandoned business. And you know what the funny thing is? Is as soon as I saw the building, all I can think of is, I wonder if uh, Dave or, or any of the Storage Wars guys are, were ever there to, to oh, bid on, <laughs> on the place. It's abandoned. Just go in there. <laughs> <laughs> just take the whole damn thing I bet there's a rare Elvis commemorative plate buried deep within the abandoned storage yeah I thought of that and I also thought of the Animaniacs uh, cartoon episode uh, garage sale where the Yakko Wacko and Dot try to buy the guy's garage oh because it's a garage <laughs> yeah I, I, can, uh, I can say with certainty that that did not come to mind for me mm. yes uh so in part of uh, Danny's uh, song, in part of his History of Rock song there, yeah, um, he says, made it go waka waka. Fozzie Bear is going to sue somebody. I ended up picking individual lyrics from one of no, the I'm four just, or five what? songs in the episode. Thank you. I'm not nitpicking. No, no, no. Yeah. I do love, love, love when, when I saw the whole History of Rock thing, the first thing I thought of was... Uh, Richard Dreyfus in Mr. Holland's Opus. Oh, really? Night, um, yeah. Okay, sure. Because that, for those that don't know, kiddies, anyone, Mr. You know, Holland's Opus. Any anyone under the age of thirty may or may not know of this little-known film from, uh, starring Richard Dreyfus from the '90s called Mr. Holland's Opus. It's basically about this music teacher who we see him age and grow and whatever else over four or five different generations of music. So. Mm. Um, let's see. Speaking of four or five different generations of music, uh, I really like the the VH1 behind the music format. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I, mean, I was yeah. really hoping they would get the guy. I think it is. I'm not sure, but I was really hoping they'd get the guy. Um, hmm. uh, to um. Okay. The guy that actually does the VH1 intros for Behind the Music. Like, I think that was him, but I'm not sure, and it doesn't say here on the wiki as far as if that was him or not. Yeah. They didn't quite get the rights to, to call it VH1 Behind the Music, but they, they totally aped that style. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like I knew what it was, and I thought, well, that's kind of clever, uh, you know, because I think they did the same thing with Lindana. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's a, you know, she's a, a basically a, not a copycat or a, it's basically Madonna, is is what they're going for. Oh, really? no, she was a one hit wonder. So I was thinking more of a Debbie Gibson. Or, uh, I'm saying the name specifically, Lindana. It's yeah. like Madonna. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so, yeah. Uh, okay, sure. I'll I, buy that. But I think it was more of a, you know, a one-hit wonder pop star. You think Debbie Gibson? You think uh, Debbie Gibson Devon. had a couple? Who was that? Who was the girl that was? I think we're alone now. Tiffany. T- there you go. She's kind of a Tiffany. Yeah. Uh. So Doof isn't taking over the tri-state area this time, but it was a great way to tie everything together with the whole birthday party and everything else. Um, He's buying a bunch of helium and a, and a bunch mm-hmm. of rockets. Get over there and stop what he's doing. He's like, All right. mm-hmm. And he's setting up a you know, birthday party. Yeah, and I wrote this down, and I can't believe I didn't make this. I can't believe I didn't put this together earlier right. in the past 13 days. The tri-state area... Basically, Doofenshmirtz wants to take over the TSA. TSA, okay. <laughs> the airport security people. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm sure that sounds evil to some people. Yes. Um, some people probably think the... the TSA is evil enough as it is. He should just leave well enough alone. Yeah, true. Uh, this is the first time I can make the joke. Yeah. And it happens again. Naked X-rayinator. No. Oh. Doofenshmirtz blasting off again. <laughs> you know, I was, I was gonna leave that to the very end. You're, you're totally <laughs> jumping the gun. <laughs> ding, <laughs> as he, ding, as he blasts off again. Curse you, Perry! Is that love handle? Is that love handle? <laughs> you know, and that's funny. I, we talk about the fishtail, and it's like, well, how is this gonna? How is the A story and the B story gonna gonna mesh at the end? And he he's the fireworks over the concert. Yep. it's awesome. <laughs> it's funny. It's ah, it's a love handle. <laughs> <laughs> what um what'd you like about this one? Uh, I, I like I like when uh is, is going over the backstory. As 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 he does, and he's showing the uh, the many pictures of all of the parties that he set up for Vanessa that have bombed. <laughs> Every party, every year, she just she's either pissed off or crying. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's like no wonder she hates him so much. Uh, uh, all we need now is a victim to explode. And here's this is where the awkward this part. This is the awkward it. part, exactly. He's just like, you know, I realize we just had a whole montage. You've been here all day helping me put the stuff together and blowing up balloons and just, you know, uh, constructing something that my daughter's going to hate, you know, on purpose. And <laughs> and thanks for all your help, but I'm gonna have to kill you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was funny though he straps him to the rocket and then Vanessa comes in and he's like he's like oh look I'm gonna blow up Perry the platypus and Perry actually reaches up and tips his hat <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, he, says, he, he also says 
well, we can blow up our, our nemesis together. And she's like, our nemesis? No, Dad, he's your she's nemesis. Your, yeah, she's like, I really don't care. And she, yeah, she's just so... Uh, 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 a, what's the term? Anti, antipathic, empathic. And the... Apathetic. Or... Apathetic. I think it's apathetic. I don't know. Uh, Something like see. that. Yeah. yeah. Did you know um, mm. John DiMaggio is in this episode? He voices Johnny, <laughs> the the future boyfriend of Vanessa. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's John DiMaggio. That's funny. Yeah. I love John DiMaggio. He is awesome. I, He's he every, yeah. everything he does. It's like that's yeah. Normally, I could pick him out in a crowd. Yeah, I think the Johnny voice is just like Johnny doesn't talk talk that much, so it might have been hard this first episode. He yeah. he starts talking more later. Uh, what was the episode where Doofenshmirtz ends up with the record and the glue? Yeah, and... right, right, right. Yeah, so there's a platypus um, under the table. Yeah, there's a platypus. <laughs> He's controlling me. He's out of the table. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I think he said something like, "Wow, nice party." You know, and it, yeah. And it didn't. It didn't come across. It didn't come across as like Bender, right? Yeah. Uh, it was an Adventure Time. It was just, "Hey, nice party." Yeah. So it didn't. It didn't jump out of me. But that's funny. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. I like the number of... Uh... The number of musical numbers we have in this one is just overflowing with musical numbers. Yep. We have six total songs here. Mm-hmm. Which one we, did you like best? Um, probably History of Rock. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like that one a lot. Um, the least one, the, the one I didn't really care for at all is the the old lady. It's your anniversary. Does that count as a song, really? That's what they listed on the wiki here. So oh, like right. I said, I'm sure. just using this as a Read reference. the wiki again. I'm not. Re- <laughs> I'm going to fly to your friggin' house and smack <laughs> you. I'm not from the wiki. I'm just using it as a resource. You know what was funny about the old lady? Is that it was uh, uh, Danny's mom? She get she gets up on stage to do her little bit, and you think mm-hmm. they're just gonna throw her out, you know? And he's like, "That's my mom." <laughs> no, that was some guy in the audience. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was Danny's mom. Oh, oh, that, that was some guy. Oh, okay, yeah, I had it wrong because I thought I thought that was funny because she ate the lasagna. Yep, it's my mom. She ate your lasagna. 
Out of these six songs, only one made it on the Phineas and Ferb musical clip-tastic countdown, which we will be getting to later. Do you know which one made it on to the clip-tastic countdown? The six songs are History of Rock, Fabulous, Ain't Got Rhythm, It's Your Anniversary Jingle, obviously not, yeah. uh, you, and you snuck your way right back into my heart. Oh, you know, for some reason I was calling that Love Ninja. Love Ninja. <laughs> Love Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the fire is and the fireside girls. Exactly. You know, it's funny because it says like a ninja of love, and the fireside girls come swinging down on ropes, dressed as Electra. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's that's like a copyright violation waiting to happen. <laughs> you know, they're like the fireside girls, and uh, yeah, snuck your way into my heart. That that's one. I I want to say, I heard that one. On one of those, uh, you know, Disney Channel in between shows videos. Yeah, they did that a lot when the show was first uh, airing. Yeah, um, I mean, they, they had there's a lot of Phineas and Ferb related filler, mm-hmm. uh, and this is back when we were like, you know what? Every other uh, every other commercial is a Phineas and Ferb filler. Why can't we get Phineas and Ferb merchandise? Mm-hmm. They have it all over the place now, but back in the day, it was like, yeah, like, I can't find, can't find a T-shirt to save my own life, you know. Yep. So, anything we didn't like for no, no, we don't moments? Uh, criticize on this one? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still like in, in the music mode. I liked all, yeah. I liked all the music. I like Bobby Fabulous and all of his hairdressers have his fabulous hair. Yep. They all have the same hair as him, and he's like, well, if you're going to copy someone's hair, it should be my hair. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he's just, because I'm fabulous. He's fabulous. I'm fabulous. And it's like, I like him using the comb as like a throwing star. That's right. He's a, he's the ninja of love. He's the original ninja of, ninja of love. <laughs> uh... so, so they get through their song, and Ferb, Ferb's first line of the night, uh, maybe we take that as a yes. Yeah, because it's an extra long episode, so he gets two lines. Yep. Yeah, but that's that's line number one. And I like I like I got no rhythm. Yeah, that was the one that made it on the countdown. Oh, it was really? That's surprising. Yep. I mean, it was it was good, but it wasn't it wasn't a history of rock. Yeah, history yeah. of rock was like, oh, this is. I was not expecting them to go through four different eras of rock. Yeah, He'll be back. Cool. He'll be back when he learns to. What do you say? When he learns to, <laughs> to respect the metal, or when he feels when he feels the music. And the kid comes back and says, "I can feel the music," and he's like, "Great, <laughs> that'll be eighteen hundred dollars." Yeah, guitars are usually pretty expensive, especially the nice ones. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, Linda's trying to get home. They have a giant stage. There's there's two thousand people on their front lawn. They got a jump, yep. jumbotron. It's like you know they're they're constantly trying to bust their brothers, or she's trying to bust her brothers for building these giant things, and they've got a giant thing on the front lawn, and two thousand people there, and she, and you know Linda basically pulls up and goes. Is that love handle? 
<laughs> she doesn't say, "Wow, Candace, you were right all along." And you know, I, this happens later in a couple of days, but yeah, in a couple of days. A couple of days. Well, yeah. yeah, she doesn't say, "You were right, Candace." You know, this, this this horrible thing, this huge stage, that's probably put together with sh- <laughs> shiny workmanship and spare parts lying all over the place. And, I don't know. The the fireside girls are pretty. Uh, they're they're pretty. Uh, oh, yeah. Inept. They're not not, not inept. inept. They're, they're pretty. They uh, have an attention to detail unsurpassed yeah. in the workforce. They're and pretty, they make uh, pretty good ninjas. Yeah, they're they're pretty good ninjas. Uh, ninja <laughs> construction workers. Can you imagine? <laughs> Isn't that basically what they had in the uh, uh, the toy factory? They're all. <laughs> They're all tied on ropes and yeah, kind of. Um, At the end of the concert, we have Ferb's second line: mm-hmm. "Kiss her already." Yep, that's funny. I think the reason why Candace didn't bust her brothers this time is because they're trying to help their dad, you know, get out of the doghouse with their mom, and it's their anniversary. And Candace even makes a big thing. In the beginning about anniversaries, when Phineas asked, what's the big deal about anniversaries? And she goes through, oh, on this day and this, Jeremy did this. And on this day with this, Jeremy did this. And on this day with this, he gave me a, a greeting card for a spilled cheese dog with mustard. Or... <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Exactly. Whatever. So, I mean, you know, and... She even resists in the beginning. She goes, okay, Team Phineas, or whatever it is. And that's what Phineas and Ferbs, or Phineas says. And she goes, I'm not going to. Come on, Candace. And then she puts her hand in there, and they kind of just all team up. Which, again, is what I kind of like. Like, yeah, we have, you know, we have all these episodes that we're going to be talking about. You know, 104 Days of Summer here. And you can't always have Candace constantly in her busting mode that's, you gotta that's kind of her up. thing though well yeah it's kind of her thing oh kind of her thing i know it is but i'm saying like something like this as special as this is you know you gotta yeah no it's nice to have her on board and yep. and every, the way everything kind of comes together it's uh and especially the the, the b story because you know vanessa you know, even even Vanessa gets a happy ending. Yep. And that, uh, you know, she has this this pretty pony princess party, and then it suddenly explodes, and she gets teenage wasteland. Yeah. And then, as it turns out, that's exactly what she wanted all along. So, yep. so she's like, you know, Perry helped. Thanks, Perry. And Perry's like, you know, and he flies off. And thanks, Dad. And he blows up. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. She laughed. The pretty pony laughed. I shot the pony. It was a good time. <laughs> yeah, and all I can think of is um, is uh, <laughs> yeah. And again, this is all your fault, and this is all one of our one of my friends, one of the other hosts uh, on my other shows. This is all Beatles Divas' fault. All Nicole Hale's fault. Explosions aren't nice, except when they look like beautiful rainbows. I was like, I think it was Professor Princess the entire time when the thing exploded. <laughs> beautiful, that's right. Uh, Doofenshmirtz. She doesn't like the party. Oh, well, at least I can watch you explode. <laughs> <laughs> I can watch you explode. Oh, uh, that's perfect. Yeah. 
Good times. Would you rate, dude, we're getting the band back together? Uh, Can I give it a six? No, (laughs) we can give it a five. All right, we'll give it a five. I mean, I really like this one. Uh, it, it wasn't. It was no time travel episode, but you know, yeah. uh, it's it's relevant to my interests. Let's say yes. Being an old yes. married guy who forgets things. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back and close the show after this. Who would have thought that a drummer for a rock and roll band would end up in a place so quiet? Say, could it be? Pardon me. Would your name be Swampy, ex-drummer for the band Love Handle? That, my friend, was a past life. The name's Sherman. Why ask him? Because they're reforming for one night only. It's a celebration of our parents' anniversary. Well, that sounds charming, boys, but I haven't played drums since the accident. Fell asleep in a metronome factory. When I awoke, I completely lost my sense of rhythm. I've been hanging out here ever since. So you're saying that you don't have rhythm? But listen what you're doing right there. With that stamp and a book, you got a real nice hook. Sounds to me like you've got rhythm to spare. I have no idea what you're talking about. I've got as much rhythm as that chair. What happened to me was a tragedy. But I don't have to be a millionaire. Look, I got a sweet deal going on here. I got all the books that I can read. All these sweet old ladies in this carpet from the 80s. What mocha the librarian needs. Besides, I ain't got rhythm. No, I ain't got rhythm. Said I ain't got rhythm. I ain't got rhythm. You're kidding me, right? You're you're kidding me. Don't you see what you were doing right then? That's a wicked groove you were starting to move. Mister, you got rhythm times ten. I think perhaps that you're not listening. I find it tedious to repeat. It's no big crime, I just can't keep time. I'm telling you, I lost the beat. I don't need my face on t-shirts or hit a power chord guitar. They were screaming my name, I guess it's a shame, but I don't need to be a rock star. Besides, I ain't got rhythm. No, I ain't got rhythm. Said I ain't got rhythm. Go join the band. Is this thing on? Oh, goody. Why, hello there. It's your dear old Uncle Joker here. I bet you're asking yourself, what could I be possibly doing here of all places? Well, I'm laughing at the fact that this new podcast presented by KeyCast Radio is called Legends of the Dark Knight. Who the heck knew the bat was so popular? Join Steve, Mike, and sometimes Tara for reviews on the greatest DC animated universe cartoon to ever meet Gotham City. So join moi 
for the talk of the town, or I'll send Captain Clown after you. He gets mighty angry when he doesn't get to have his garbage skull. So put on a nice big smile and join us for the next GeekCast Radio Network podcast, Legends of the Dark Knight. <laughs> TFG and Mike here from the GeekCast Radio Network, and today, folks, I want to talk to you about Morton's PC Repair and Service. Does your PC feel like it's a piece of dead or dying garage equipment? If you're in around the Louisville, Kentucky area and your PC needs help, call Morton's PC Repair and Service. They have the lowest prices in town, payment plans available, fast, reliable service, with custom builds, virus removal, reformats, upgrades, and just about anything else your PC needs. You can reach them at 502-294-3359 or find them on Facebook. As someone who recently partook of their services, I can safely say they are the best in the PC repair business. So check out Morton's PC Repair and Service. It's Showtime Synergy. The latest review podcast from the GeekCast Radio Network is here. So join TFG1 Mike, Nicole Hailstorm, and myself, Lady Wreck, as we will be reviewing all 65 episodes of Joe and the Holograms in a 25-episode-long podcast. You can find Showtime Synergy on iTunes and GeekCastRadio.com. We are the truly outrageous podcast that you want to be listening to. All right, folks, we are back. So we are 14 days into summer. We've got yet another two-parter here with Dude. We're getting the band back together. And ever since they put this, you know, since they paired this up, with uh, on Netflix and basically made it one whole episode. I don't even remember when this originally aired, seeing it as two separate cartoons. Because, like I said, I think it was just one one long episode. thirty minute special. I mean, I, I just because they they've done that they they have done and they will as we go along through the series do that a lot. Yeah, I don't think they actually split up the two parters. No. Hey, why would they? Which is really, really nice. No, it is nice. I mean, I remember when we'd be watching it, and we'd find out it's a two-parter. And it's like, wow, mm-hmm. this episode seems to be going on forever. Uh, <laughs> you know, forever in the terms of half an hour. Mm-hmm. But it's always entertaining when they do this. Yep. Did you uh, watch this with the boys? Oh, yeah, I've watched them all with the boys. Um in fact, well, the sad thing is, is uh, I procrastinate, and yeah. and we end up having to watch these like after soccer practice, and <laughs> and even uh, because I usually watch like three episodes, you know, soccer practice, the boys get their showers, they brush their teeth, we sit down, we watch two episodes, and then it's bedtime. But I'm gonna watch another episode, so you might as well stay up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they love it. Uh-huh. Did they get a musical education for <laughs> this episode? I, you know, honestly, I think some of those, like the LSD reference, it probably goes right over their head. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about. I'm saying the different genres of music. So, oh no, so am I. Yeah, no, I, I'm not sure if they're, I'm not sure if they're ready to understand that different decades produce different types of music. Uh, to them, it's just yeah, it's music. 
You know, I don't think they're going to watch this and go, oh, yeah, well, clearly this is the blues, which in- directly influenced uh, Elvis Presley in the, in the early 50s. Or, you know, this is this is the psychedelic, uh, you know, 60s music that that was played mostly during, let's say, the uh, the Vietnam War or that was that was direct result of uh, you know nationalism during that era. Or oh here's here's funk, which was you know uh, I don't want to say uh, they called it, it funk train, didn't they? They did call it the funk train. I really funk. wanted them to oh, call it funk. soul train. Well, soul train, soul train was more disco. Was it dis- was soul train disco or funk? Both probably. I thought, but I thought it was more like Motown, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know that that type of thing. Um, early early R and B, and but you know I don't I wouldn't expect my seven and nine year old to have a, a musical history or or to to watch this you know two minute montage here of music and 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 walk away with it with any type of musical knowledge. You know? Well, no, but I'm saying you can like a lot of these episodes have. Not only life lessons, but educational lessons in them. And this episode, this two-parter, is one of those. So I'm like, oh, I thought, okay, you can sit down and teach your boys about musical genres. Sure. That's not what I was thinking. You know? Especially when they kicked into the metal. I was like, all right. <laughs> and Ferb, poor Ferb is dressed as Slash and he's a drummer. And I just felt outrage. <laughs> so I'm going to put that in the dislike column. Wait a minute, i got to regrade mine. Hold on. No, you can't read <laughs> Um Yeah, it could be worse. It could have been Axel as the lead singer of ACDC. Oh, he went there. Yeah. See, now, now I'm going to have to explain that to my kids. Well, kids, back in the 90s, there was this band with a skinny kid with long red hair, <laughs> big pair of socks stuck in his leotards, and the... Uh, <laughs> He screeched really loud. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Anyway, I yeah. Musical right. history. Yeah, it was not not my strong suit, but you know, I don't I don't think that the goal of this episode was to teach anybody about musical genres. Thank you for joining us here on Palka. There are several ways to get in contact with us or leave feedback for the show. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can comment on this and all of our other episode posts. Leave the show's feedback in iTunes. Please do this. Follow us on Twitter. Mine is TFG1 Mike. You can follow at Geekcast Radio for all the other network updates. What is your Twitter? I am at PecanCTMichael. Become a fan on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash Network. Call on the voicemail line. Tell us the show you're leaving the message for and your name, 502-526-5821. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Podcast Organization on a cool acronym and wish you'll join us next time when we will be giving you our thoughts on the next episode of Phineas and Ferb, which includes Ready for the Bettys and the Flying Fishmonger. Lord. Uh, for now, I am TFG and Mike with... Michael Wilson. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Thanks, Dad. You finally got one right. Cross your body the blood! Wait, is that a love handle?